Hi, everyone, and welcome to Music for a While. I'm Jay Nordlinger, music critic of the New Criterion. In addition to this podcast, I do one called Q&A. A recent guest was Gerard Schwartz, the conductor. Before that, he was a trumpeter, one of the best in the world. He is a wonderful musician and a wonderful talker, a wonderful music educator, one of the most valuable people we have. I thought we'd sample Schwartz as trumpeter and conductor. Shall we have the most famous trumpet concerto of all, the Haydn? Let's hear the final movement with Schwartz and the New York Chamber Symphony. Who conducts them? Why, Schwartz himself, doing double duty. You will love this playing. It has the mirth of Haydn and also his elegance. A mirthful elegance, if you like. Jerry Schwartz gives you a beautiful tone and crisp, crisp technique. So, beauty, crispness, spirit. Who could ask for anything more, as the Gershwins wrote? Here we go. Thank you. 
we've heard Gerard Schwartz and the New York Chamber Symphony in the third movement, Allegro, of Haydn's Trumpet Concerto. On the podium, Schwartz conducts anything and everything, a huge range of music, and he's recorded much of it. He has taken particular time to champion the music of mid-20th century American composers, forgotten and sometimes despised. I'm talking about William Schumann, Vincent Persichetti, and their like. They're wonderful like. These guys are sometimes called neo-romantics. They're looked down on by some as old-fashioned. Well, forget about that. One of the composers we're talking about is Walter Piston, the Mainer, who later taught at Harvard. He lived from 1894 to 1976. One of his students was Elliot Carter, that brilliant man, who was very, very different from the neo-romantics for sure. I interviewed Carter on the eve of his 100th birthday, by the way. One of the most intelligent people I've ever been around. Well, I have never heard a Piston Symphony in concert, and a lifetime of steady concert-going and reviewing. Yet three or so of his eight symphonies are among my favorites in the American repertoire, and maybe in music at large. I know these works chiefly through the recordings of Eugene Ormandy, and later, Gerard Schwartz. We will hear Jerry with the Seattle Symphony. We will hear them in the fourth, composed in 1950, smack in the middle of the century. The symphony is in four movements with Italian markings. Piacevole, meaning pleasing or pleasant, ballando, dancing, contemplativo, and energico. Those last two mean contemplative and energetic, as you know. Let's hear the very opening of the symphony, pleasing indeed. That was the first minute or so of the Symphony Number no. 4 of Walter Piston. I was going to play a snippet of each movement for an overall sampler. But you know, I love the second movement so much 
Balando dancing. I think we should hear the whole darn thing, the whole darn movement, that is, and then move on to someone else. So, get your dancing cues on. And this is nuts, by the way. Here we go.
That was the second movement, Ballando, of the Symphony No. 4 of Walter Piston, played by the Seattle Symphony under maestro Gerard Schwartz. In addition to being a first-rate musician, Gary is a real gent. I should probably say again, I'm Jay Nordlinger, bringing you music for a while. The producer is Scott Immergut. If you'd like to subscribe to our podcast, you can do it through iTunes, Google Play, etc. If you'd like to write to me, the address is nordlinger at newcriterion.com. If you'd like to receive this podcast by email, that is links to new episodes, let me know. Every now and then, I'll refer to a song as the best song ever written. Do I mean it? Yes and no. Last season, I was sitting with a friend in Carnegie Hall, listening to Mahler's Symphony No. 2, The Resurrection. When it was over, I turned to him and said, Just the best thing ever written, no big deal. He nodded firmly. Did we mean it? Yes and no. Hyperbole is part of a writer's art and a talker's. Same with understatement. Shakespeare had hyperbole. So did Bill Buckley. So should we all. Someone once said to me censoriously, well, that's an understatement. I said, yes, understatement is one technique of a writer. It is one tool in his toolkit. So are hyperbole, subtlety, sarcasm, irony, and so on. It takes more than one tool to build a good house. Recently, I reviewed a concert on which the Rookert leader of Mahler were performed. These are five songs, setting poems by Friedrich Rückert. Mahler prescribed no order for the songs. Different performers order them in different ways. In my review, I wrote, If I had a rule, it would be this. Whatever you do, end the set with Ich bin der Welt abhanden gekommen, then in parentheses, the greatest song ever written, then more parentheses, if it's not Bistu by Mir or Amarili. You want to hear those songs? Let's. Bistu by Mir is a little song by Bach found in the Anna Magdalena Bach notebook. But hang on. It turns out not to be by Bach at all, but by Gottfried Heinrich Stolzel, an aria from his opera Diomedes. Apparently, Bach made an arrangement of the aria, and Anna Magdalena, his wife, placed it in her notebook. Ah, oh, well, all honor to Stilzel, then. I once heard Marilyn Horn say something very interesting in a master class as she was teaching this song. It sounds religious, the song does, but it's a secular song, a love song. I think this is a marvelous combo. When thou art near, I go with joy to death and to my rest. Oh, how joyous would my end be if your fair hands would close my faithful eyes. 
We will hear Bis Du Bei Mir by Schultzel, with an assist from Bach, sung by Elisabeth Schwarzkopf, with Gerald Moore at the piano. This is live from Salzburg in 1956. You'll hear some coughing, but not from the soprano. Du Bei Mir by Stolzel, sung by Elisabeth Schwarzkopf with Gerald Moore at the Salzburg Festival on August 7, 1956. And now, Amarilli. The name is the equivalent of Amaryllis in Italian. The composer is Caccini, Giulio Caccini, who lived from 1551 to 1618. His song, Amarilli, is a madrigal. Mm -hmm. 
Amarilli, mia bella, non credi, o del mio cor dolce desio, d'esser tu l'amor mio? Amarilli, my lovely one, do you not believe, O my heart's sweet desire, that you are my love? Believe it thus, and if fear assails you, doubt not its truth. Open my breast and see written on my heart, Amarilli, Amarilli, Amarilli is my beloved. Well, I'll give you my favorite recording of this perfect song. The Academy of St. Martin in the Fields, Neville Mariner, and Janet Baker.
We have heard Amarilli by Caccini, sung by Dame Janet Baker, with the Academy of St. Martin in the Fields, conducted by Sir Neville Mariner. So, at last, Ich bin der Welt, one of the five Rückert leader of Gustav Mahler. Ich bin der Welt upon den gekommen. I am lost to the world, with which I used to waste so much time. It has heard nothing from me for so long that it may very well believe that I am dead. It is of no consequence to me whether it thinks me dead. I cannot deny it, for I really am dead to the world. Ich bin gestorben dem Welketümmel und ruhe in einem stillen Gebiet. I am dead to the world's tumult, and I rest in a quiet realm. I live alone in my heaven, in my love, and in my song. We'll hear the great Christa Ludwig with the Berlin Philharmonic under Herbert von Karajan. Ladies and gentlemen, the greatest song ever written. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank mm -hmm. you. 